This is Rebellious Optimists, a podcast from Adidas that brings you the stories from inside one of the world's biggest brands. These are the stories told by the people who are pushing boundaries, driving innovation, and calling the shots on what Adidas sells, who they hire, and how they operate. I'm Twiggy Jello. I'm a journalist and a writer with a particular interest in work culture and personal development. In this series, I talk to people at all levels at Adidas. Whether they're in product design, recruitment, sustainability, operations, or technology, each of my guests have something in common. They are rebellious enough to push change and optimistic enough to envision a future where anything is possible. Today, I'm talking to Stefan Scholten, Senior Director of Global Running Footwear at Adidas. And we are talking about running shoes. Adidas running shoes have a long history of dominating the field, owning world records and helping top athletes gain a competitive edge. But in 2017, big changes started happening in the world of performance running shoe design. And Adidas needed to innovate fast or get left behind. Stefan and his team were given eight months and an ambitious goal to deliver a new shoe that could smash records. Easier said than done, right? This is a story about biomechanical engineering, carbon rods, athletics regulations, and shoe patents. But it's also about teamwork. I think the recipe to success is relatively easy. You really need to start with the greatest team innovation, something new, something out there, something that they haven't felt before, and rebellious optimism. Be brave, be bold, and be relentless. This is a story of challenges. We have to get this shoe out now. And success. To me, is an absolute career high and something that I will definitely keep in my memories for a very, very long time. And ultimately, this is a story about Majambo. And if you want to know what that means, you'll just have to listen. Hello, Stefan. It is an absolute pleasure to have you on Rebellious Optimists today. I honestly cannot wait to find out more about you, your career, the innovations that you've helped create at Adidas. Um, honestly, um, you seem like a very cool person as well. So um, it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you today. Thank you, Twiggy, uh, th and thanks for having me. Um, I'm super excited to be here today to give you a little bit of an insight what what we do in running and also more specifically of what we have done with the Adi Zero range and the Adios Pro back in the days. Stefan, I know in the past couple of years, you've been a part of a turbocharged innovation of high-performance running shoes. I know there's been ups and downs, but first... Can you give us some background on how this all got started? Yeah, sure. Um, I think we have to go. We have to go back quite a bit um, to give full spectrum of of the story. So when you think about like, starting in two thousand eight, we really started to dominate the marathon or world marathon majors across the uh, across the globe with Heidegger Brisselasi in the Adios One. Back then, we called it Neftenia. Was something that had shocked the marathon racing scene. And since then, we have really dominated the field. 
over the years, and I started, I, I, I started to work for Adidas in 2014, it was just very common for us that we win pretty much all the marathon races. But then in 2017, there was a paradigm shift in the industry where everybody moved away from conventional racing flats into super shoes or what we consider now super shoes that are built on different biomechanical principles and give the athlete a competitive advantage. Okay. And um, it took us a bit to actually acknowledge that um, we're maybe losing our performance edge a little bit. And in self-reflection, we probably had a little bit of too much of our own swag. So it took us until 2018 and then 2019 actually to realize, okay, we got to do something. When was the moment you realized you needed to do things differently? The most pivotal moment for me was really middle of 2019 when Athlete Service and Sports Marketing called a meeting together with our, with our uh, boss. So Alberto, as I said, our, our boss, gave a very emotional speech. And I always remember this as a moment similar to um, Al Pacino in Any Given Sunday when he talks about inches and the importance of that. And this was really for us the moment where we're like, okay, he said clearly, and I'm quoting, you guys go and whatever it takes, create the best marathon racing shoe yet again for our professional athletes. And with that, we went off and um, we did our job. Stefan, I am not a biomechanical engineer. So can you please break down this technical process for me? What do I need to know? You need to know that in that in that area of super shoes and, and engineering, there is a um, intellectual property associated to it. And from a patent perspective, this is an absolute minefield. So it's not just that you need to come up with very smart engineering solutions. They also have to work within the science that goes in that shoe, but also within the patent landscape that is free for us to operate, which is an absolute masterpiece from the team. And what they have achieved there is absolutely amazing. And there is one particular innovation. Um, and the science on this shoe is really around cushioning, maximize the cushioning, maximize the energy return, and make it as stiff as possible. And the competition does it with carbon plates. But we said, no, we, A, we can't do it with carbon plates. And B, we want to find an Adidas way of doing it. And the team came up with the idea of why do we not augment the human foot and make it more stiff? So we developed the idea of mimicking the metatarsal bones and metatarsal joints through a carbon-infused system that sits under your foot that we now call energy rods that has actually a better effect than just using a shaped carbon plate. So this is now what you find in the Adios Pro 1, in the Adios Pro 2, and what you will also find in the Adios Pro 3 and um, other versions. And the great thing about this is also about this innovation, we're not just using it within one shoe. We've also managed to scale the innovation across different um, use cases. So it's a marathon shoe, the best marathon shoe in the industry, and it's also now the best 10 and 5K shoe with the Takumi, for instance. And we've now tweaked it for training purposes. So we have built an entire ecosystem around the uh, innovation of energy rods, which I think you can hear that makes me and the team really, really proud. Can you paint a picture 
for people, of course, who are not in the business of how hard it is to develop a shoe in the time frame of just six to eight months? It's, um, it is very, very, very hard. If you think about the fact like opening molds to inject a foam in, into it and actually create a midsole takes more than eight weeks, theoretically. So we had to find new ways to prototype, to test, to really, like we have reinvented how we create shoes and how we validate shoes. And I think this is something that is not just related now to this project. It's also something that we're looking into and how can we leverage this across other shoes, across the entire running range, and hopefully at some point across the brand. Um, But we have already created a new team now focusing only on marathon racing shoes and they're driving this with a immense speed and what they're doing is simply amazing. So not only were you having to come up with engineering innovations, but you also had to do it in a really fast time frame. I can't imagine the pressure of that process. Were there any moments you just felt like you weren't going to pull this off? At the beginning of 2020, the World Athletics, which is, or the World Athletics Federation, I should say, have released some regulations or how to construct and build a marathon racing shoe. And I'm oversimplifying now for all the experts, apologize, but the higher the shoe, the more beneficial it is. The higher the shoe, the bigger the benefit, which then leads into a problem for us because the threshold for the height of the heel stack, so from the bottom to where your heel sits in the shoe, had to be under 40 millimeters. And our shoe had 41. So we were about to press go and then the regulations were released. So we had to not start from scratch, but had to go back to the drawing board and essentially lower the shoe by two millimeters to fit within those regulations, which is another example where we just, we were having this moment to hit the first world marathon major of the season. That was like our single-minded goal. And then it was clear that, yeah, that's going to be really, 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 really tight. Um, and event- eventually we, we pulled it off, um, but um, that was a moment where we're like, okay, let's sit down, let's take a deep breath, let's roll up the sleeves again. And um, w- we did it anyway, so it's all good and we, we managed to do that. But I think it was a, also a very good moment to sit down with the team and say, okay, guys, we've done an amazing job. That's the final stretch now. We know what we got to do. Is a very predictable situation, so let's just go the extra mile. And um, it worked out very well and everybody pulled in the same direction. And I think this is what, that's one of those moments where you can really see what what the team is made of. Uh, And that was just really, really, really amazing to see. This is why it's so great to find out things like this and to interview people like you, just because I would never know that. Looking at the shoe, I would have thought, oh yeah, you can decide what height you want. Yeah, it can be this this much above the ankle and so on and so forth. To think that you would have to literally go back to the drawing board because the regulation says, no, it's just a little bit too high is is so fascinating to me. <laughs> so there was one, uh, one moment um, where we were working towards the Tokyo Marathon in, in 2020. And then um, I was on, on a skiing trip. So that was in December, right before Christmas, essentially. Um, And then I had one person from the, I was on the ski slope, like literally, I think I was ski mountaineering or something. So I was walking up the hill, sweating like crazy. And then my phone was ringing and I I saw the name. I was like, okay, I I picked this up. I I think I know what it is. And then I had this person on the phone saying, Stefan, we have to get this shoe out 
now. So I'm like, yes, 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 yes. So I rang up the guys, we did some stuff. And at the end, we, we pulled it off and then COVID hit anyway. So we, we bought ourselves a little bit more time, which, which didn't really um, do anything because even if it wouldn't have hit, we would have been ready. And I think this is, this is really cool. But it also highlights a little bit um, the mindset that everybody up to the senior leadership within running was, um, was feeling A, the pressure, I think, but was also supporting us and giving us full reign to do whatever it takes. And I think that was just, um, as I said, I think just a very amazing experience. You said previously that your shoes were falling out of favor with runners. What part did athletes play in the process of developing the shoes? That, that's a really good story. So um, as I said, we really for that brief, we really wanted to start with the athlete and end with the athlete um, and to make sure that we're building only the best for them. So we flew them in from Kenya and Ethiopia and we tested downstairs in our lab. And we had a couple of prototypes um, there because, we, as I said, we were driving full force. So we have sampled up a couple of shoes and a couple of different constructions. And the first time one of, one of the athletes stepped into the shoe, he looked at us and said, oh, that's Majambo. And we were like, what? What is that? Yeah, Majambo. And then the agent told us that this means essentially something new, something out there, something that they haven't felt before. And this was for us the moment, like that still gives me goosebumps, which is like, okay, we're onto something and we're going to make this work, um, which was just a fantastic moment. And for the entire team, I think the absolute game changer. Now, this story has a happy ending. Last year, you held an event at the Adidas HQ in Germany, the Road to Records races. It's been one of the great runs of all time. The final race of the day is going to be a massive new world record. And it is going to Semberi Teferi of Ethiopia. What's she going to run? Previous world record, 14.44. She's going under 14.30. And we round out the racing with a second world record at the Adi Zero Road to Records. This is second place. Athletes started to break world records wearing the shoes you developed. That must have felt amazing. I can honestly say that was probably the most emotional um, moment for the entire team um, that has worked on that project because it was not just like this one single shoe. It's also just seeing how this comes to life. And I think this is also why, um, why I speak very proudly about the project because just in 21, um, with the Adios Pro, but with the entire Adi Zero universe, as I uh, referenced it earlier, we have won eight world records in 21. We have also been on top of 51%, so 50%, if you will, of uh, the top 50 marathons. Um, and we have been part of the podium on 41% of the podium. So it's been a fantastic 21. And all of the boxes that we wanted to check, we definitely checked and we actually overexceeded, which is which is a fantastic feeling. Um, for me personally, but also even more so, I think for the entire team with the athletes, during an event, breaking world records. It was just um, a moment of realization for everyone that we're part of a, of a history. We're part of the Majambo history. We're part of the Adizero history now. And I think that is just something that will, uh, that will remain and that will last. If we're gone, that, and that's gonna be just, it's just so amazing. 
um, I think for everyone to be part of that journey, to be part of that history, and to just also have a moment to celebrate that with Road to Records, um, to me is an absolute career high and something that I will definitely keep in my memories for a very, very long time. You can see photos of the Adi Zero Pro and from that record-breaking Road to Records event on the episode page at gameplan-a.com. There's a link in the show notes. So you've managed to turn the shoe around in less than nine months, and now it's on Marathon Runner's feet, breaking records. Can you come on, Stefan? Can you let us into the secret of your success? I think the recipe to success is relatively easy. You really need to start with the greatest team, and you've set that, I believe. And then you need to bring in all the elements that you need, which is for this particular project, the athlete at the very start, the science team, and the engineering team. And then as a last piece, you need to bring in the art, right? Which ultimately, as a design team, brings all of this together. The athlete insight, the sports science, the engineering aspect, and this then fuses the best marathon shoe in the industry, really, if you have um, the permission from senior leadership to do whatever it takes and that that no doesn't exist. And I think this was also one of the key elements for us in that project, that we had the permission to do whatever it takes. And we were a, a fantastic team with the, mo the smartest people I could think of. There was no Friday afternoon was too long. So we were very focused and very driven. And we had a very clear goal in mind, which was simply to build the best marathon racing shoe in the industry again, and to ensure we live up to the principle of our founder, Adi Dasla, where we really say only the best for the athlete. And we started with the athlete from the very beginning. And I think this was the recipe for us to win and to succeed. So I also want to know, this is just for me anyway, are these shoes going to make me an Olympic athlete? Because all the technology that you're talking about, um, I am starting to think that maybe I should start to run some marathons as well. <laughs> for everyone who's like me, who isn't necessarily a track runner, who isn't um, an, an athlete, um, how can we benefit from the shoe? I think that is a very good question. And there's a couple of uh, angles to this, I would say. So I think the first, the first angle is, yes, you can put in a marathon shoe. Uh, or, or particularly the Adios Pro, it probably doesn't make you faster, but it will definitely put a smile in your face because the experience when you start running is just truly amazing and something totally out there. And if you will, it's definitely the majumbo feeling that you get underfoot when you, when you run in that shoe. And it really doesn't matter if you can run a four-minute mile or you run an eight-minute mile, to be honest with you. I think that that is one thing which is, I think, of, for, for everyone to understand. But then on the other side, there is also something really, really cool about this approach and the project in general, because it's not just a one-off. This project has actually changed how we work on, uh, on racing shoes in general. And we're also taking further best practices into the rest of the entire running range. So whatever we learn through, we call it now Formula One approach, um, whatever we learn through this, together with our upstream colleagues, together with our Formula One team, we take into our entire running range to create the best experience for the athlete. And it doesn't matter if the athlete is a 
Couch to 5K, a marathon runner in four hours, or a marathon runner in two hours 15. It really doesn't matter. There are so many great learnings we took from this project and from this approach that now stretch into the entire creation and thinking process of us, which is, um, I think, for, for me, also one of the biggest achievements that we have coming out of this. So athletes are wearing these shoes, competing in these shoes, striving to win and break records. But what about you, Stefan? What about your competitive edge? How do you keep that fire lit within yourself? This relentless pursuit of being better is just something where I feel, um, or we feel as a team, uh, we can really make a difference and, and always have an edge um, versus the competition, but always allow our athletes to have an edge versus their competitors. And I think that's just something which um, makes us really, really proud. It's also about like creating experience for people and allowing people to have fun through sport and transform people's lives through sport. And I think this is also something which can, which is in my opinion, very, very fulfilling um, when you see the fun and the joy that people have through running, the community aspect of running and all of those elements. If you can enable this through a simple pair of running shoes um, where people have fun, are more injury-free, I think that's just truly amazing. And innovation per se, yes, is record-breaking and is um, allows people to perform at their best. But performing at their best can so many can have so many nuances. Um, and I think this is just especially around running, something which I find very, very, very inspirational that is not always about the world record. It is also about just making people feel better. So, Stefan, this series is all about rebellious optimists like yourself who are making bold decisions that affect big change. What advice would you give to people who want to embody that competitive streak in their work? I think it's very important for them to believe in themselves and believe in their team, empower their team, and make sure that you have a very simple, clear, and um, tangible objective that, that you would want to achieve and get people on your journey. And I think that's the most important part and that you need, you want people to be part of your journey and that will really help you to share your optimism that is not just about one being a rebellious optimist, it's about your, your gang being rebellious optimists. And I think this is so much more important than me being positive about loving what I do. Everybody in your team needs, should and has to love what they what they do in order to be successful as as a BU, as a project, as a as a as a brand at the end. And I think this is just really be brave, be bold, and be relentless. I think are, are the the adjectives I, I can connect to um, to this, but it's really about how you approach things and with um, how you would want to drive it. Stefan, thank you so much for your time. You've really, really given us an insight. Thank you so much. Thank you, Twiggy. Guys, what a great story. Please check out the show notes for a link to the episode page with photos of everything that Stefan has been talking about. Also, on the Adidas corporate blog, gameplan-a.com, there's loads of great content about teamwork and leadership, including 
an article on how important relationships are to create a winning team. There's a link in the show notes. Until next time, 